This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, May 6th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins. I'm joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how's it going? Not bad. Uh, I gotta ask you, can you hear that train in the background? Did you hear that? I, I heard it once, yeah. Are you sure that's not, like, actually in the room with you? No. Uh, so not only do I live on a floating house, but I live by some train tracks, which is... <laughs> now I'm just laughing about it. That's a thing. I'm glad the train's going by. Why does it you start know, to I, record? I, I, I live... Next to train tracks as well. I'm laughing. It doesn't sound quite like that. Oh, uh, I'm excited to leave all of this in. Well, it's uh, it's the night of Tuesday, but we're recording for Wednesday, and yep. we just got uh, past your special day, but my birthday is on Wednesday. Oh, wow, I didn't know. Yep, my birthday. So, for Tuesday, for Cinco, I uh, made tacos and drank Mexican Coca-Cola, and uh, tomorrow, <laughs> my birthday, Wednesday. It's good. I'm excited. Cheers. Well, wow. congratulations. Happy birthday, man. Thanks. How, how, do you mind telling us how many how many years you are? That makes me an old man at 28. 28. 28 is old in Portland. It's not that old, but in Portland it feels old. Um, I, in an age where Portland would feel like if I showed up there. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> we're uh, we're going to look at some DFS picks for Wednesday. Um, sure. got, a, got a, I don't know. It seemed like an average day in terms of picks for me when yeah, I looked at it. I think that, yeah, there, there's some options, you know, some stacks to take advantage of, but uh-huh. you know, nothing ridiculous. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, anybody you like at catcher? Yes. Okay, with uh, excitement apparently. Uh, Brian McCann against oh, yeah? Burley. Yeah, lefty on lefty. You don't care. Uh, actually, McCann kills lefties, and yeah. he's got a really good track record against Mark Burley. I don't know. It's hard to ignore hitter versus pitcher matchups, even though I almost always do. But sometimes <laughs> it's if it's they're off the charts, you just kind of. My my problem is I don't know what kind of sample size I should be looking for. I mean, yeah. I, you know, if if you have a guy who has you know forty at bats against a pitcher in his career, that means you know they're probably like you know ten you know ten twelve year veterans, mm-hmm. you know, both of them probably. Yeah. Well, I'm looking it up for you. He has an OPS of 1078. That's a little yeah. off the charts, hitting 407 against him. So, but it's, it's like I think over 40 bats. So. Yeah, it's um yeah. 29 plate appearances. Oh, is it 20? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was higher than that because they've been in the league. No, I guess no. Yeah, so that's not a reason alone to pick him. But they're in Toronto. Mark Burley's not that great. Brian McCann, fly ball hitter. You know, I like mm. it fine. I, I thought he was kind of the obvious play for catcher if you're looking to pay full price. And I, I, I can't imagine Brian McCann costing that much in 2015. But. Yeah, he's he is, he's okay, you know. Yeah, he hits righties a little better, but I'm just not scared of Mark Burley at all. Brian McCann's just a good hitter. Um, I also like Steven Vogt at Kyle Gibson, because Kyle Gibson's bad, despite what you may feel or think. Kyle Gibson's not good. Yadier Molina gets Lester. Yadier's right-handed and can hit lefties. Um, that's not a great matchup. And Yadier Molina's, he's fine. You know, I don't mind that. Uh, cheap option, Chrissy Anetta gets Rowanis Elias. Um, should do okay. No reason he can't. And then Mike Sunino gets CJ Wilson. If you're looking for cheap, sneaky pop, who also might just go over four. <laughs> but, uh, could be okay. Um, it's worth mentioning when Sunino gets a lefty, I feel like. How about at first base? I had a long list of names at first base again. 
Okay. Um, start with your long list and see, and see where, where we're at. Well, so we have the D-backs in Colorado who have been rained out the last couple days, and they're playing a doubleheader. And depending on your format, what should happen is you can pick them, but you got to pick which game, right? You don't get two games from these guys. you got to specify which game you want them in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that this, this came up, because I've... I've... I remember that that happened to me last year. I was playing DFS, and I, I forgot to specify. You know, I I just clicked down without thinking about which uh-huh. game I'm specifying, and it, yeah. it wanted me. You can't pick a guy and get both games for him, but um, so it's fine. You got two to pick from. So Paul Goldschmidt will finally phase off against Tyler Matzik in the first game, and again, <laughs> keep talking about him. If you can pay the full price for him, why not? You know. Um, but at the same side, I like the opposite of that. Again, the same matchup. Justin Morneau against Josh Colmenter. I still like that. I've recommended yep. it two days in a row now. I think, we, yeah, I think we, we both like, we both like both of those matchups two yeah. days. And I mentioned it again, you know, on Tuesday. And here we go again on Wednesday. So those are fine. Edwin gets Sabathia in, in the dome. So I like that just fine. CC Sabathia is not that good. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman gets Jerome Williams. Um, Adam Lynn gets Joe Wieland. Wieland? I believe it's Wieland. But... Yeah. Uh, I looks good to me. You know, I he's not that good. He doesn't scare me at all. So Adam Lynn should be fine. Good cheap option against him. Adrian Gonzalez on the other side gets Willie Peralta. Ike Davis gets to hit Kyle Gibson. And Albert Pujols gets Rowanis Elias. I like any of those. You know, at first base again, there's so many options. I was mentioning uh, on Tuesday to Brad that uh, I like to pick first base last, or not necessarily last, but later, once I have an idea of what my budget's going to look like, because there's a lot of flexibility at first base. That's true. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, a few of the guys that I had, I did have Pujols. Um, uh, one guy that, that I think you kind of missed is Carlos Carrasco, who he does really well against left-handed pitching, and Danny Duffy is... Carlos Santana. Wait, wait, what did I say? You said Carlos Carrasco. Well, I'm looking at Carlos Brasco's name, and I meant Carlos Santana. Yeah, same, same team, different Carlos. Yeah, but yeah, no, I like him against Duffy for sure. That's a, yeah. I think we've mentioned that one before. Anytime that they match up against each other, there's nothing not to like about that. And, and you could really talk me into either either the the Mornell or Goldschmidt games. Yeah. I mean, Josh Coleman through Robbie Ray, Tyler Matzik, Jordan Lyles. Yeah, there's um there's some of those I like a little better later. You kind of get the righty lefty flips. You know, so you get D-backs at a lefty, and then they switch it around, and the Rockies get a lefty and Robbie Ray. Um, so there's not a first baseman that I like, but uh, some other positions later that I like against Robbie Ray. What's that? It's Robbie Ray. He's not good. I, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take, like, Morneau against him, but... Um, yeah, so, like, sneak peek at second base. Uh, do you like DJ LeMayhew? He's... Hitting the crap out of the ball, not with a lot of power, but just makes good contact and in a good lineup and going Babbitt crazy, you know. You could talk me into it. Yeah, I, I could. And he's I could, I could he's see young it. enough that I don't think it's crazy, you know. No, I, I, I could see the value there, absolutely. Yeah, and he gets Robbie Ray, so he gets the lefty. That's in game two. Hmm. Um, and then Brian Dozier, who, yes, hits lefties, he gets Scott Kazmir, who <laughs> is, in fact, left-handed. But Scott Kazmir is pretty decent, so... Yeah. He's had um, quite a season. Yeah, so it, it's Dozier could do fine, but um, it's kind of tough. Is there any other second baseman you like? I kind of like Lemayhew in the game too. It's my sneaky pick. If you're going to pay a full price. Would you consider Altuve versus Colby Lewis? Um, 
if I'm going to pay full price for Altuve, I like to get him against the lefty. And I actually think Colby Lewis is not good, but he's not as bad as people think. You know, he like had a really bad win-loss record and a really inflated ERA last year. And I'm like, look, he's capable of being kind of decent. You know, still not good. Can't really go wrong with Altuve, but if I'm going to pay the full price, I want a better matchup, I think. Understood. Yeah. Um, other second base options that I was kind of thinking uh, that I was thinking about. Devin Travis should get some Mathia, you know, yeah. and that's good for him. If you're a Devin Travis guy, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Uh, get in that stack of Blue Jays against a lefty. It's CC, but I'm not worried about CC, you know. How would you feel about uh, Johnny Giovatella versus Rorinus Elias? Uh, be a real cheap option, that's for sure. You would want to stack your lineup elsewhere, but I don't know. He can make some contact, and he is right-handed, so he'll be okay. I, nothing to get excited about, but I don't think oh, he'd be he, crazy. He, he, he's been hit. He's actually hit pretty well against lefties this year. But the Grinners, he'd be an interesting option to me against Elias, just because yeah. I don't think Elias is anything that special. Nope. No. No. So I think he could do fine. And he's hitting he's hitting two eighty six on the air, you know. He could be fine. Not, you wouldn't get excited though. I I, I kinda like him against the, the mediocre lefty though. There's I, just I think... no power or speed, so he's gotta be basement cheap, you know. If he is and he fits in your lineup, I could see a lineup being built around him, but it's a cheap option for sure. Okay. I mean, Second base is a little tough. Good. Yeah. Speaking of Mike Avilas versus lefty. Yes. Yes, it's a Mike Avilas day. It is. He gets Danny Duffy. Um, not a Jerry Sands day. Not a Jerry Sands day. He got sent down to the minors. He's still in the organization. How about third base for you? I yeah, started with Nolan Arenado. And sure. I, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do in a doubleheader. Yeah, he gets uh, Robbie Ray in the second game, who's yeah. not great and left-handed. And he's in Colorado. So if you're going to, I think if you're going to take Arenado, you take him in game two. You know, not that Josh Colmetter is that scary in game one, but... I would take him in game two against the lefty, against yeah. the inexperienced lefty. Okay. You know? uh, we, Unless we can... you just want to be contrarian for the chance of not going obvious, which mm. in GPB could be a strategy, but I think the the odds are on him against the lefty in game two. It's a I, smart I, money. Would you do Chris Johnson versus Jerome Williams? I think I kind of might. I think Chris Johnson's on the DL. Is he really? I'm an idiot, though. Sorry. Okay. It's, it, it, no. shows, it shows you how many shares of Chris Johnson I have yeah. this year. Um, my boy Alex Rodriguez gets Mark Burley, righty on lefty, you know. They probably you know. faced each other about a thousand times over the years. Maybe, yeah. I'll look that up right now. Um, who else do you like at third base? Uh, the third baseman I'd consider, honestly, I, I really, I, I saw Arenado and I liked Arenado and that was yeah. kind of what stopped. I, I could see the appeal of an Averod against Burley. Yeah. Trevor Plouffe um, gets Scott Casimir. Again, hits lefties, yeah. but that's a tough lefty. It seems like you mentioned Trevor Plouffe just about every show we have. When he gets a lefty, you bet. Of course I do. Uh, the pitcher that Alex Rodriguez has faced more than anybody ever is Tim Wakefield. Okay. Well, yeah, because the Yankees and the Red yeah. Sox play each other about 5,000 times a year. He's had 41 plate appearances against Mark Burley and has a 536 OPS. He's had trouble with them. Um, again, I don't buy into that too hard. I find it interesting. Those numbers are always fun, but I don't know that I would necessarily, like, sway me away from them tomorrow or anything. It's 48 bats. We'd, yeah. You know, yeah. We'd, uh, it, it wouldn't sway me. I just find it interesting. Um, no. the only time I really liked it, and you brought this up, is against, like, R.A. Dickey, like a knuckleballer is such a weird thing that that can tell you something. But 
I don't know. I still like A-Rod. Luis Valbuena gets Colby Lewis, and he has something like seven homers already. And I know I was saying Colby Lewis is better than you think, but he's not that good, you know. Mm-hmm. And David Freeze gets Rowanis Elias, and David Freeze likes to hit lefties, so he often bats like clean up against lefties, and he's not good, but it'll be worth his money in that matchup. So, oh, and uh, if you really want to go full price and you aren't taking Arenado, Josh Donaldson also gets Sabathia. Oh, I, I kind of like that Blue Jays stack against Sabathia. I kind of like the Yankee stack against Burley. I like that should be a DFS friendly game for sure. Yes. Lefty on lefty. Yep. I, I still can't believe it's 2015 and Sebastian Burley is still a matchup that we're seeing. I feel like I've, I've been seeing that for about, you know, 15 years. And I probably have. Yeah, but it's a matchup we're seeing where we're looking for all the runs that are going to be scored now. Exactly, yeah. It's kind of, it's a little sad. Um, all right, at shortstop, Brad had mentioned Chris Owings at Tyler Matzik for ah, Tuesday. That's top of my list. I was going to mention him. I like yeah. that matchup. Yep, well, Brad liked it for Tuesday, and it's been pushed to Wednesday. So if you like it then, you should like it again. Um Troy Tulowitzki, if you're going to pay the full price, he gets to hit a lefty at home. Um, that was, actually, that tell him that was second on my list. Game two, he gets Robbie Ray. You know, him and Arenado, he would be, they'd be expensive, but there's no reason not to like him. No. Mike Avilas was mentioned. I have one yes. more name. Anybody other, any other shortstops you like before I mention the one I like? No, I think it's, it's, it, that covers shortstop. I, shortstop, again, it's just been so mediocre this year. I can't get over it. You know, yeah, either, your choices seem to be either paying full price for Tulo or trying to get lucky with Mike Avilas. Um, I also like uh, Johnny Peralta against Leicester. I always like Johnny Peralta against a lefty. He's nice and cheap. Yeah. Actually, I, I looked at Johnny Peralta's career numbers against Leicester. He's actually really good against him. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you're gonna get this reputation for hitter pitcher matchups. If their it's history, just, if you're not careful, you're gonna get called out here at Rotographs. On... Oh, another another one is uh, Victor Martinez versus Chris Sale. Oh boy, yeah, I'm. Uh, he's, he's either like almost 500 against Chris Sale in his career. It's it's insane. Yeah, it, again, those numbers are fun, but I would try not to let them weigh your decision. I think that it's much. like I think it's like 40 bats against Chris Sale. He's hitting like 400. Are you hitting like 500? It, I'm just saying you're gonna get called out on that. I'll have a hard time defending you. More information is always good, but it's fine. It's, I, I, yeah. Um, so is, is somebody on Twitter thinks I'm an idiot? Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> More information is never bad. I, I find it interesting. I wouldn't oh, no, make my should, decision. No, tell him, tell him. Those numbers, they just get in your head and they just mess you up. <laughs> uh, let's hope not. Um, okay, how about in the outfield? Any outfielders stick out to you? Lots, yes. Uh, anyone you want to name or should we just move right on to pitchers? <laughs> oh, There's lots of outfield options. As for pitchers... Um, if, if you're paying full price, you... you You've kind of got to put Nelson Cruz in against C.J. Wilson. Sure. Why not? Have, have you seen Nelson Cruz's numbers against left-handed pitching this year? Oh, yeah. Just demolishing. He's demolishing everything. I, I can't remember the number of bats. I think it's like less than 20. He has five home runs already. I can look. Yeah. He's just been silly so far. Absolutely. So, I, I'm sorry. that You might have to pay for it, but it also looks oh, good. Yeah, you're, you're going to pay through the nose for it. But I'm sorry if he's if he's facing a left-handed pitcher, I've got I've got to play him. I've got yeah. to try to I've got to try to sneak him into my budget. Yep, I've mentioned again Mark Trumbo at Tyler Matzik the last couple of days, and he yep. yeah, it's another finally gets him. But um, I like it. You'll you'll pay for it, but I like it. All mm-hmm. right, Nelson Cruz in 22 plate appearances this year against lefties, uh, five home runs. Hitting 556, 636, 
1.556 OPS. No, that's a slug. His OPS is over two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with a double and a triple. That's, uh, yeah, that's something. Well, he gets CJ Wilson, so. On the cheaper end of the spectrum, I love Drew Stubbs at home against lefties. I've talked about these stats before. Mm. Last year, he was amazing at home. He was amazing against lefties. The cross of those two is great. He's been bad this year. He's been really bad. And he's barely played. Yeah, he's barely played, so like it's small sample, but it's also been really bad. So it's, I don't know. I, I'm still interested. I would still, you know, it's early May. I would still put him in a lineup, but you worry if he's hurt or just like lost it. I don't know. I hope he turns it around because I really like him as a DFS it's option. You worry if Drew Stubbs has lost it. I don't know. He's over 30, um, but he gets Robbie Ray in game two. So I like Drew Stubbs. For, for everyone listening to this podcast, he's over 30. You know, I'm sorry. You're a jerk, dude. That's, yeah. He's over 30, and it's like a negative. Come I'm on. just saying. Just I, saying. For all, for all of us, you know, slightly middle-aged people, I'm, I'm, I'm standing up for him. That's fine. That's um, cool. All the Rockies outfielders get Josh Colmanter. I like all of them just fine. Blackman, Dickerson, Cargo, you bring them all on. That's fine. Jose okay. Bautista gets Sabathia. He'll be DHing, but that's okay. Um, Kevin Kiermeyer gets Justin Masterson, who can't get out lefties, and so I'm fine with that. How many home runs do you think Kelly Johnson has? I, I quizzed Brad with this, and I'll give you a clue. He hit another one today, on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I think he has, like, six or seven. He has six. Yeah. He has six. He's not on basing that well, but that power... I mean, I used to love Kelly Johnson. Not love him, I used to like him. And then he's been bad the last three or four years, and then... I don't know. Um, I don't find that predictive, but it's worth noting. He gets Jerome Williams tomorrow, and he's currently pounding the ball. So he won't cost you much, if anything, but you've got to note him. Because I noted him, and then he hit a home run. I didn't put him in any of my lineups, but... Would, would you put, you'd probably play him in somewhere in the infield, I'd imagine, instead of the outfield. Though, if you sure? can. If you can, yeah, absolutely. That would be nice. It seems like D- DFS is pretty liberal when it comes to yeah. positions. I mean, I, I, you know, there's... But I think on DraftKings, I still list Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana mm-hmm. is a catcher. Yep. Jock Peterson gets Willie Peralta. Colby Rasmus versus Colby Lewis. Do you have any interest in some Colby on Colby action? Personally, none. Yeah. Personally, yes. Yes. He, he has the pop, and Lewis isn't that great, you know? And it's lefty versus righty, so. Actually, I don't, I've got a super low budget option in that game. Do ya? Yes. Okay. I, I, I'd be really tempted with the uh, the Texas outfielders against San Diduno. Really? Leonis Martin and Sin Chu Su. Shin Su Chu. Going against your boy Diduno, huh? <sighs> he's not a good pitcher. He's not good. He used to be kind of interesting, but he's not he, good. He's, 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 to me, he's always going to be kind of interesting because I, I think he, does he throw like super hard? Uh, I don't think so. I think his deal oh. was that he didn't walk anybody. I don't remember. There was something about him that was interesting. No, no, he absolutely, no, no, Dylan, he absolutely walks people. Okay. Uh, I, I thought forget. His, was, he had like a super live arm. That's how much I did not pay that much attention to Sam Duduno. There was something interesting, oh. but it couldn't have been that interesting because I can't remember what it was. I think, I think it was a super live arm. I don't think it was the, I know, it's absolutely not that he, he walks a lot of people. That's nonsense. Yeah. The point but is, he, he's some writers against him. He's a righty. Shinchushu's a lefty who happens to kill righties. Uh, Leonis Martin, historically, has done really well against right-handed pitching. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to recommend Jake Smolinski, but sadly, did know is not left-handed. Yeah. It'd be, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with, uh, you know, they just blew up, uh, Scott Feldman on you. So, 
right? Right? Um, Matt Holliday gets John Lester. Colin Cowgill gets Rowanus Elias, and I like Colin Cowgill when he gets a lefty, but he's been bad this year, too. He has one homer this year, and I think I called it. I think I have him in my DFS lineup for that. How many bats does Cowgill have this year? It's gotta be... Not that many, but he... It's gonna be less than 30, I guarantee it. He's been miserable, um... But I like him as a cheap option. Like I said, he has one homer, and I had him in my lineup for it because he had a lefty. So Congratulations. Um, Justin Ruggiano also gets C.J. Wilson, and he likes to hit lefties, uh, and he should be playing. And Ricky Weeks gets C.J. Wilson. Those... I was going to throw Weeks out there against Wilson. I like yep. that. Yep. And he could be a second-base option if he qualifies there for you, too. So, And then, uh, okay, how about pitchers? Anybody stick out to you? Again, I you, you know how I like to play this. I like to do the the cheap option with an expensive okay. option. Yeah, uh, expensive it's, option. It's got to be Garrett Cole, right? Or yeah, Cole it, for me, I'm I'm a huge Garrett Cole fanboy, and it would absolutely be Garrett Cole in this case. Um, okay. Yeah, it's got to be Cole. Yep. Um, Max Scherzer gets guess, the Marlins. Is Casimir kind of expensive? I guess not, but I, that, that's a match I really yeah. like. For him. He gets the Twins. He should be fine. He's been good. Lance Lynn gets the Cubs. Again, I think Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's floor is kind of high because he strikes out enough guys. Mm. Um, Ubaldo gets the Mets, man. Ubaldo gets the Mets, and that's risky, but if you're doing DFS, it's okay because it doesn't yeah. ruin your season if he's bad. It can just ruin your day. Yeah, but even so, we don't want to ruin days. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, again, I'll check that box score. I'll see how he does. Do you have any interest in Mike Fultonevich versus the Phillies? Not particularly, no. Talk about a guy that throws hard, and could be talented one day, but we just don't see it from him just yet, you know. But that's the that's the matchup you want against the Phillies. I guess. Yeah. It's a, it's not a, there aren't a ton of slam dunk guys tomorrow. Pitchers. No, not necessarily the cheap, cheaper options are kind of weak. And then, oh yeah, another note I had, there weren't any specifically, but that Tigers lineup is full of right-handers, and they get Chris Sale. Chris Sale's usually awesome. Would you yeah. actually stream anybody against Chris Sale? Victor Martinez. Is that the only one? Yeah. Miggy's right-handed. Kinsler's right-handed. Oh, I think he, I, I, for his career, I think he did really well against Miggy. Yeah, I. It's hard. A lot of those guys that like hit lefties, but I'm not picking guys against Chris Sale. No way. Um. Okay. Cool. We got to do some more uh, field of streams picks. Actually, yep. we're gonna do Thursday and Friday. Um, Jesse yep. Hahn blew up on me. He still struck out five in five innings, but he allowed six runs and. Travis Wood didn't do that great for you either. Oh, uh, he, you know, you, you, you watch the Cubs put up five runs in the first inning, and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's going to be an ECW for Trap. Awesome. And yep. then he proceeds to give up a grand slam to Mark Reynolds in the bottom of the first. That hurts. That hurts. Didn't feel good. Nope. Um, Jesse Chavez did well. Scott Feldman did not do well. Uh, okay. So we're going to look at Thursday. I wrote three names for Thursday. <sighs> I'm still deciding. Um, Lead us off. See, see, see what you got, tough guy. I have Drew Pomeranz at the Twins. I have Hector Santiago at the Astros, and I have Dan Heron at the Giants. I think I'm going to go with Hector Santiago, even though okay. Houston has guys that can blow up a lefty. But uh, they recently their ten game they've been they're hitting the skids against the Rangers. Uh, no, I don't know. That's a boomer bust pick, but Hector Santiago can be just fine. So um, I think there's talent there. And so I like him. I'm going with him. But hey, Pomeranz and Heron are interesting. Didn't I pick Carlos Frias for Wednesday? Yeah, Carlos Frias got bumped 
from yeah. Wednesday to Thursday. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. He's right. still starting against the Brewers, so it's the same series. So and it's the getaway. It's it's the day game too. Yeah. So I think because you picked in advance, you can keep him as your Wednesday pick, even if he pitches Thursday. Awesome. I'm I'm keeping him for my Wednesday pick, and I'm taking Drew Pomeranz versus Minnesota. Okay. So you got two on Thursday. I think that, yeah. that's totally that totally counts. Yep. yep. You like Drew Pomeranz? He's better than he's showed so far. I think. I think he is too. And the um, Twins are worse than they've shown so far. You know, I just, I, I like that he's, he's got 25 strikeouts, only six walks so far. Mm-hmm. That shows me, you know, he's flash of control. He's, he's still got the strikeout stuff. Uh, he's been, a, you know, I think, you know, he's undergone a bit of a statistical variance with the, with the, with the five balls, four home runs and 27 innings. I think that's got to normalize. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably going to normalize against the Twins in Minnesota. Yep. Did you know that after today, my boy Bartolo Colon has like 34 strikeouts and like one walk? And that one walk was on opening day. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's the best. He's. I heard him described today as a national treasure, and I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I love Bartolo. He lost his helmet on a foul ball too. He's sure, he did. That happens. You know, that happens every game. He's the best argument for not using the designated hitter. Mm. His Bartolo Colon advance. Um. Okay, and then who you got for Friday? The eighth. That's right, we're doing Friday also. We don't have a Friday pick. Matt, we gotta get I, on it. I, I will have a Friday pick. I narrowed down to four. Giovanni Guerrero at the Rays, because the Rays don't hit very well. Jimmy Nelson at home versus the Cubs, because I like Jimmy Nelson to break my heart. Jared Cozart goes to San Francisco and is okay, even if he doesn't strike anybody out. And then on the flip side, Tim Lincecum gets the Marlins, and Tim Lincecum... He was trying to lure me in by being good this year. But I also know how quickly he can go to bad. Uh, Dylan, I think you missed the Jason Marquis-Hector Noese matchup. Yes, yes I did. I missed the gold mine that is Marquis at Noese. God. Um, I'm going to pass on those, though. You thought Noese Pelfrey was good. you got to get Marquis-Noese. White Sox baseball. <laughs> I'm going to go upside with... No, I'm going to take Jared Cozart at the Giants. It's not enough strikeouts for me. I really want to go Nelson. I want to believe in Nelson, but I think the Cubs can actually like show some power. And I just don't see much power from the Giants lineup, you know. So I have Cozart. He's not going to strike out enough guys. But um, I, I hope he can keep the ball down and do okay in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Jason Marquis uh, against the White Sox? <laughs> I probably should make that pick. Um... I really wanted to take Jason Hamill, but sadly he's at 61% and is yeah. too old for this contest. Yeah. He's decent. I, I think he would be the obvious pick if, yep. if, if he were under 50%. Sadly he's not. Mm-hmm. I do, I do like Jimmy Nelson. I don't like him against the Cubs. Ah, in, in Milwaukee, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I like it. I considered it, but he's burned me recently. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Jared, Jared Cozart in, in San Francisco is awfully tempting. Yep, that's where I went. I just, they, they don't have much pop, you know. Who's going to hurt them? Buster Posey, you know. Yeah, Brandon Belt. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I I would love for Brandon Belt to start showing more power, but I haven't seen it, so. I, my, my, think, my problem with him is that the tools are there, but it just, it just does not come across in the actual games for whatever reason. Yeah. I think if you're looking to stream, I think he probably is the guy, and I'm I'm gonna go with Jared Cozart, but I, not tempted you know, by Tammy at all. You're talking to the guy who confidently picked Scott Feldman not two days ago, so yeah. 
You're not uh, not tempted by Timmy at all? Not even a little. No, yeah. no. He's scary. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> not, with me on Cozart, so I can't be that crazy. Um, and I like your Pomeranz pick. I'm going with Santiago. But um, Cool. Okay, Those so are our you... picks up till Friday. I'm kind of surprised you're taking Santiago. I like Hector Santiago. Yeah, he's gone through cold stretches, but he's also gone through pretty good hot stretches. His peripheral numbers look good. Um, Is he still still throwing the screwball, or did he give that up finally? I don't know. I don't know that for sure. I remember hearing stuff about it. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, with the White Sox, it was the freakiest thing to see, like, a reverse curveball. But you, 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 you never see that anymore. Right. He, there was some story about how it kind of got him noticed. It kind of got him called up, you know, made him stick out. So, okay. Well, that should do us for Wednesday, the 6th. Matt, you got anything going on before we get out of here? Like, personally, professionally, what are we talking about? I don't know. I am foolishly giving you a podium here before we sign on out of here. One of my draft champions teams had a sub-2 ERA in, in the May. I was proud of that. That's pretty impressive. Is that I what you're going to so. use your podcast podium for, to talk about your fantasy team? No, I just... I You said if I had anything going on, I was really pleased by that. That's, it's, like, the number one fantasy rule, is nobody wants to hear about your fantasy team. But that is impressive, under two in a you, month. You literally asked me if I had anything going on, and then I, <laughs> I asked you to specify. I said foolishly. Foolishly. <laughs> yeah, that's... Dude, over um, a month, that's impressive, for sure. I, it's it's May, Keichel, and I'm already depressed. Keichel and Casimir? Huh? Is it Keichel and Casimir? Keichel, Dallas Keichel's absolutely involved in that team. Yeah, I would do it. Player of the month. Uh, no, the other uh, it's, it's Cinco de Mayo, and I'm, I'm already like sick of White Sox baseball. Yeah, I understand. It, and it's not just that the fact that they're bad, it's just the fact that they're like... After the game, you get like the same platitude. It's like, yeah, we just, you know, we, we gotta pick it up. We, we really gotta, you know, we, we, we just, we just gotta think, but we just gotta think out there. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, guys, come on. Yeah. That would get old. It, it's gotten old already. It's the same nonsense platitudes and I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. You know, they, and they, oh, and, and they always go out of their way to say how great of a guy Robin Ventura is. Yeah. Cause they're trying to make sure he doesn't get fired. I, I'm sure he is a great guy. It's gonna get fired. He, he, the problem is the White Sox don't don't operate that way. That might be true, but it wouldn't I, shock me. When, when was the last time you remember them firing a guy midseason? Uh, I don't know. You would know better than I would. I would, and I don't think it's ever happened. I don't. In last, I think Torborg got whacked midseason. Yeah, I, and that's I, like twenty five years ago. Yeah, that's well, that's before my paying attention to the White Sox. That's for sure. So, okay. Well, I think that'll do it for us for Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I'm on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Matt is at MattDFP911. Still working on the contest. I have some ideas, but we got to wait and see some things. Yeah, we're still, ha- we're still figuring things out. we got to get that done. Yep. i got to get It's more importantly, I have to get that done. Yep. We'd like to hear from you guys also on the comment section on Rotographs. Um, yeah. Make sure to tell us how heavy Dylan's breathing, and make sure to tell us if we got any yes. handed wrong. We love those comments. Uh, it's helpful. I'm trying the new microphone now so that I'm not breathing right into my headset. Hopefully... <laughs> We're going to start a podcast poll on what audio setup I should use, my headset or my standing mic. Hopefully this is an improvement, but we'll I find think, out. I think it's an improvement, don't I want comments about uh, the trains that go by my house while I'm recording also. You know, I'm, I'm not, I live not you know 50 feet from a train, and I haven't had one go by in like the last hour, so I'm kind of worried. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we like to hear from you guys. Let us know that people are listening and that you're hopefully enjoying the show. So mm. uh, definitely holler at us. We'll holler back. Um, it'll do it. For Matt, I'm Dylan. 
We're out of here. I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Enjoy your baseball, but stay away from White Sox baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.